This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. Others call it non-dual awareness, liberation, enlightenment, or spiritual awakening. It is the heart of all spiritual traditions. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning. This is Marshall Davis. Today I'm going to get back to basics. I'm going to describe how to abide in non-dual awareness as much as that can be described. Of course, it's indescribable. To describe something, you have to stand back from it. So there has to be some type of distance between you and what you are describing. And yet there is no distance between what we are and non-dual awareness. So we can't stand back from non-dual awareness. And yet this is what I'm attempting to do with words and with ideas here to describe something that I can't stand back from. Yet I still think to a certain extent you can describe it. So that's what I want to try to do. Now if I was to use Christian language here, I would call this dwelling in the kingdom of God or living in the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is Jesus' term for this and it's probably better translated spiritual realm. It's also called living in the spirit or walking in the spirit or abiding in Christ or simply being in Christ. The first thing I need to say here is that this is not an experience. Now there are spiritual experiences and I've had some and I think most people who have been on a spiritual journey for any length of time have had some type of spiritual experience. The Apostle Paul at one point lists his spiritual experiences which he calls visions and revelations from the Lord and one one passage describes one particularly powerful one where he says, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows. So there are powerful experiences. There are spiritual experiences. Some spiritual seekers are experienced junkies. You know, just like some people travel the world seeking new and fresh adventures or they engage in extreme sports or activities looking for a peak experience, some spiritual adventurers seek exotic or profound spiritual experiences to add to their spiritual resumes. And they can list off the spiritual teachers that they have learned from and the groups that they have been a part of. There's no shortage of spiritual experiences to be had and insights to be discovered. If that's what you want, you can spend your life accumulating those for your spiritual scrapbook. But non-dual awareness is not one more experience to be had, nor is it the culmination of all experience or the greatest or highest of all experiences. Non-dual awareness is that in which all experiences, including spiritual experiences, occur. Now Christians talk a lot about experiences. 
but talked about conversion experience or born again experience, but talked about the experience of having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And I have experienced all these. You know, during those years when I was what is commonly called an evangelical Christian, or used to be called a born again Christian, but non-dual awareness is much deeper than this. It's what Jesus really meant when he talked about being born of the Spirit. Rather than calling it an experience, I would call this a shift in perspective. It is seeing everything and experiencing everything from a unitive perspective as everything. You know, we are so used to seeing everything from a personal perspective as individual separate beings. Non-dual awareness is stepping back from the separate self and seeing from the perspective of the whole as the whole. Now, the whole, some people would call the self with a capital S, but I think it's probably, at least for me, in my thinking, it's better described as a non-self or maybe even the all. One ceases to be a separate entity and is instead nothing in the sense of no thing, not a thing. Yet at the same time, one is everything. One is all, the all. We seem to be all separate things, yet we see that these separate things are actually nothing. They are phantoms, a temporary collection of particles or energy or waves or whatever the universe is made of. All these things exist in a spacious presence and one knows without a doubt that one is that spacious presence. Now, this might sound like I'm describing some type of dramatic spiritual experience. The funny thing is, and it's literally funny because sometimes I just start laughing, the funny thing is that this feels entirely ordinary. So we wonder, how did I ever miss this? It's not an extraordinary experience at all. It's what we have always known. Having convinced ourselves that we're a separate entity, we didn't see it. Who we really are has, has always seen and known this reality at a deep level. We have always been this one reality, but did not know ourselves as this. So this is not an experience. It's a realization, a recognition, a revelation. It is a waking up from what we aren't to notice what we are in being what we are. It feels like remembering something long forgotten. It's a shift in identity. Now, from the age of two years or so, we have been conditioned by our families and by society to believe that we are separate entities with a name and a body and a history that is different from other people out there with different names and bodies and histories. But deep within is the knowledge that we are not really a separate person with a name, body, and history. We have simply forgotten 
what we really are. So it's really a type of amnesia. That's why novels and films about amnesia are fascinating to me. We all have amnesia. We have forgotten who and what we were when we were little and before that, before we were born. We've been brainwashed during our early years into thinking we are something that we're not. Spiritual awakening is literally waking up from that false identity to our true identity. And when we wake up, we realize that at a, a deep level, we have always known who, what we are. We just didn't realize that we knew. After awakening, it's simply a matter of abiding in our true nature. When first seeing this, we see it constantly, even though we can't describe it. But in time, the old patterns of thinking try to reassert themselves, but they never completely succeed in luring us back into forgetfulness. We cannot unsee our true nature, but the false identity seeks to reestablish a foothold in our life. That false self reasserts itself. That's why some people think they've lost it. They think they were enlightened, but now they're not. So they start to think that non-dual awareness is just another spiritual experience that comes and goes. But the truth is you haven't lost it. It's here always. It's like the air that is always present, even though we might not be consciously thinking about it. It's like the ground under our feet that we don't think about. Paul Tillich called this the ground of being. You know, we don't think much about the ground that we walk on, that we stand on, but at some level we know it's always there. It's literally what grounds us. So this is like a vast reservoir beneath the surface of everyday human consciousness. The water table is always right under our feet. It's just a matter of digging. This is the analogy that Jesus used when talking to a woman at the well about this. He talks about eternal life as a spring of living water flowing up from within us. The kingdom of heaven is within us, he said. Non-dual awareness is always within us. It's simply a matter of whether we drink from this spring or just let it sit under the surface. Now, I sense this, intuit this, non-dual awareness always. This presence is never not present. Now, how could presence not be present? What I really am is never not present. I am this presence. It is just a matter of whether this awareness is at the forefront of human consciousness or in the background. And most of the time it is in the background. But it takes no effort at all to notice this, pay attention to this, and live as this. Now this might sound like again that I'm describing some dramatic experience. It's not. It is amazingly ordinary. It's ordinary life. The familiar Zen saying puts it well. In the beginning, mountains are mountains and rivers are rivers. Later on, mountains are not mountains and rivers are not rivers. And still later, mountains are mountains and rivers are rivers. 
like Schrodinger, Schrodinger's cat, which is both alive and dead. Mountains and rivers are always both mountains and rivers and not mountains and rivers. Now everyone knows this at some level, no matter how deeply it's been suppressed. They just don't experience it at the level of ordinary consciousness. So how do we abide in this non-dual awareness? How do you abide in Christ or dwell in the kingdom of God? Everyone has a taste of this, no matter how small, I believe. So the key is to return to that taste and nurture that taste. Abide in that taste, no matter how slight or small it is, until it grows. And the more you feed it, the more it grows into consciousness. I have often compared this to a, a tiny hole that opens up into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus called it the eye of a needle. He also called it the narrow gate. You know, you may only be able to feel like you only fit one, one finger into this gate, into this little hole, into the kingdom of heaven, but that's enough. Do that and wiggle your finger to enlarge the opening. In fact, what you're doing is really not enlarging the, the opening into the kingdom so much as you're making yourself smaller. Kind of like Alice in Wonderland. Make yourself smaller and smaller. Less and less ego. Less self. Identify less and less with your personal separate identity. Because that identity, that self, will never fit into the kingdom of God. So we leave it behind. You have to leave it behind completely to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus called this denying yourself. Just let yourself dissolve into the vapor, which it already really is anyway. However, these are all just metaphors that I'm using here. However you want to describe this and picture this, enlarge the opening or decrease yourself to fit into the opening, do that. Until you find yourself where you've always been, inside this vast, universal kingdom of God. And then we see that the kingdom of God is everywhere, including the regular world of our day-to-day -day existence. And when we see that, it is no effort at all to abide in the kingdom of God at all times. We cannot not abide in it. You know what it's like after you have been, after you go on a retreat and you have to return home and you want to bring that spiritual feeling from that retreat back into your ordinary life. But when you go home, you find it quickly fading away. You have lost that sense of spirituality. That is because you've confused a kingdom with a feeling or an experience or a place or a schedule or a discipline or a teacher. So you feel like you have to go back again to another retreat in order to get this back again. The truth is, you've never lost it. You just lost sight of it. It is still here now because there is only here now, whether you're home or whether you're on a retreat. Return to that which is deeper than experience. That core sense of the kingdom, kingdom consciousness. 
may seem tiny. Jesus compared it to a mustard seed and another parable. But if you pay attention to that, meditate upon that, then that mustard seed will grow into the kingdom of God, Jesus said. That seed will grow into everyday consciousness. The kingdom of heaven is here and now, always and everywhere. You know that. You simply need to recognize that knowledge and abide in that knowledge and live in that knowledge and live out of that knowledge and awareness. It's not difficult. In fact, it is simple and ordinary. How difficult is it to be who you are? That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.